What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All podcast, all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. We're a source for that stuff. Well, we're kind of changing things, so that was on purpose. Oh, so you got to tell us this in advance. (laughs) Uh, Chuck Nally. Hello. We're back. That's why I just stick to the one thing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wait. Let's do it again. Why? Posterity? Okay. (laughs) Just, Just say my name again. Josh Barnett. This is mine now. Yo! Yeah, that was so loud. Claimed. Uh, only about half the volume of you guys. That's Don't worry. That's true. <laughs> I'm so, here looking at it. There's if you haven't like listened. From uh, Star Trek Discovery. We did have a short podcast where we were explaining, but if you didn't listen to that, and you know, let's be honest, you probably didn't. Uh, we uh, uh, And you're confused by what's happening. We are changing things up a little bit. This is the start of it, as Josh has clearly smoothed this into as I was making a subtle change. I'm nothing if not smooth, Evan. <laughs> Uh, buttery smooth uh a quick rundown without going in depth we are busy people trying to have fun trying to improve the show also for you guys um we're going to be doing one movie and tv and one video game show a month we were already doing one of the video games but just doing one movie and tv trying to condense the shows a little bit instead of doing just all-encompassing news where we're covering everything that's happened which was always fun but man it was taking a while uh yeah alaska you gotta be alaska man chuck uh, a finger in a fan. <laughs> oh, that's different for celebrities. Oh, uh, uh, you're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Chuck writes it down. Timestamp Chuck. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, we are uh, not going to try and just cover everything now. What we are doing, and you are listening to the first episode of what tentatively we're calling the Free For All, Three For All. Uh, there are three of us now. Uh, it's also not part of it. Trey's, uh, has bowed out. He will always be welcome. He will appear, I'm sure periodically every now and then, but it'll be a while. Um, he pays us. Yeah. It's about a week after all the Chicago shows end. Royalties. <laughs> uh, but it is the three of us now. What we're going to be doing is, uh, every other week, uh, we'll have one of our main shows. Uh, the free for all, three for all will be all three of us having each three topics we want to talk about. Uh, if we have video game news, we'll try to stick to doing that when we are going to be talking about what we're playing still, which will still be the second show or what we're watching, which is the second show here. Um, but, uh, also just mixing in other levels of, uh, geekdom, uh, might talk some comic books every now and then, just some one-offs when we don't want to go like in depth. We may talk, uh, like for Josh, we may be talking about some Schmodown, I'm sure, um, all kinds of stuff. We may just want to, I may want to randomly ask for us all to decide who all of our friends belong to what Hogwarts house. Cause that's fun. Um, so we're going to do topic. Let's so that one tonight. <laughs> Eric's a puck wedgie. I don't know what that is, but I did it's beat like you at rapist. What <laughs> oh my like. God. <laughs> uh, it's one of the American houses from Ilvermorey. Ilvermorey. Never forget I beat you the one time we've gone head to head in Harry Potter trivia. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> I've beaten you in wrestling trivia, so You did, you did. That's probably equally like hurtful. But it wasn't saved, right? Yeah, you fucker. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I still blame you. Well okay. my fault. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh <laughs> Oh, good times. Uh, it is. It's good to be back. We're going to try to do two live shows uh, a month. We're still going to be doing a Geek to Geek every month as well. Uh, most of the time, our main shows will be the live shows, and Geek to Geek, we're going to do um, remote just to help us with our schedules and stuff like that. It's a little bit easier. Uh, sometimes, Geek to Geek will be live when we're doing something like a food podcast, which is, look for that in December. So it's going to be a fucking treat. <laughs> um, but 
Anyway, some small changes, and hopefully for us to the better. But the point is, for us to be faster, so I'm going to shut the fuck up uh, on that front. Um, but, again, I know n- normally I'm going into Hey Who Died and trailers, news. We're just going to talk. And if any of those overlap with what we're doing, great. So, who wants to go for Do we go round robin, or are we going groups? I need uh, I, I need know. input. I can't round do everything robin. here. Round robin, it is. Josh, the, the inaugural mm. topic. Oh, on the free-for-all, three-for-all. Started off with something topical and happy. Let's talk about Songbird. <laughs> <laughs> we can't get away from COVID. <laughs> we can't, man. It's been eight months since we've been in this garage, but, uh, I mean, studio. Yes. Fine, fine studio. Hey, it's where all the great start. I had to start. tear the walls down, though. Sorry, guys. Like Chris look, Jericho. <laughs> no, let's break the walls down. I'm just going with it, okay? He's versatile. He could tear them down. Uh, it's uncomfortable they're making, even if this was made in advance of everything. This it's was clearly made before COVID. Releasing, potentially, entertainment with This is a COVID trailer, related. folks, for a movie that's coming out. Yeah, we'll talk no about one it. Songbird is a Michael Bay movie coming out. Um, he's, he's one of many producers. He's not the director. Oh, really? No, the director has done basically nothing. Oh, okay. Well, they kept Let me look it up hyping up uh, uh, Michael Bay. Bay. That, well, if it was... Bay directing when they coughed, it would be like a huge explosion of Martin Lawrence just show up. Shit just got real. Yeah, see, I am a little upset because this was, I mean, and I remember him getting cast in this. This was supposed to be like the big, like major breakout for KJ Apple. Who you? No, no, no it, time. it was. You know who I'm a fan of? Who is the star? He plays Archie in Riverdale. Um, oh and, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's one of the stars of the movie. When this is a fucking loaded cast, to be fair, and he's one of the leads. That was a big get for him. And now, unfortunately, it's a contagion movie um, about a literal COVID strand before COVID. Hit that COVID twenty three. Yeah. All right. Stop me when you've heard of one of these projects. The Thirteenth Sign. That sounds familiar. It kind of does. From two thousand. That sounds familiar. Yeah, is Antonio Banderas? That's Warrior. That's Wait, he's Warrior. in the thirteenth Warrior. Oh, 13th yeah, Warrior. yeah. Dust. That sounds familiar. It's all in my head. Of Elysium. Broken. I mean, that could be a lot. Yeah. The Devil's Chair. Oh, I have heard of that. Yeah. Well, okay, there. I haven't seen it, but I have heard of that. Blood River. No. Pig. Well. Luster. Wait, mm. was Pig spelled with a Y? Nope. Mm. Junkie. Drawing out genius. Man, he's done a lot of shit. Hangman. In a daze. Some of these are shorts. Alice in Chains, The One You Know. Alice in Chains, Never Fade. Blood, Sweat, and Terrors. Ooh. Do you uh, think he loves or hates Alice in Chains? Alice in Chains, Black Antenna. <laughs> and then Songbird. Oh my God. Well, he's probably pretty upset when that one dude died. I'm honestly shocked Alice in Chains wasn't in the trailer of this now. Yeah, right? <laughs> um... No, it's instead just fucking was it Bob Marley. Yeah. Um, so, yeah! <laughs> um, this is essentially weaponizing um, the fear based around a quarantine zone, right? And again, yeah, all, all obviously they've been filming for quite some. Time. This was way more entertaining once upon a time. Uh, I told you this is based on source material uh, that a show was made on CW about four years ago, maybe five, called Contagion. That I was a big fan of. It was like on my yeah. short list. Um, you love. Con- Stuff. I do. Well, I used to. I don't really. It, it hits a little home <laughs> yeah. now. Uh, so I'm like, well. And, and that's kind of my topic and my question here is at what point, if any, is it going to be like comfortable for this kind of entertainment to be released? I don't know. Is it like <laughs> kind of facing your fears? Because when in the first three months, I think, of our like lockdown phase, 
uh, on Amazon or Apple One, the movie Contagion, like from like a decade ago, was in the constantly in the top three rented oh, um, movies. Outbreak trended Outbreak, in, yeah. um, on Netflix top ten for like two months. So, so do people just like they want to be like? I don't know. Just be like, I, I do think it's so, not that bad, at least. Well, that and I mean, obviously, I, I haven't watched actually Contagion, but at the end of Outbreak, they find the monkey and they fix it. Uh, so I don't know if people were kind of looking for that. I can't remember if Contagion has a happy ending or not. I don't think it does. Found the monkey sounds like an Alice in Chains song. <laughs> Somebody get you wait. whatever this guy's it, name is on the phone. It's Adam coming. Something. Um, but so I think it's it's a little different to consciously release this specifically with a strain of COVID and specifically with things like a police, a totalitarian, like totalitarian police state and people like temperature scanning and phrases like do not attempt to leave your home or you will be shot on site because you've been tested positive um, or some thermal scan. Like there's already uh, an unrest in the country and in the world around the lockdowns that have happened, whether they're necessary, whether they're not, we obviously believe in them because we, on you know have followed them for eight months um when is that okay for them to do stuff like that or is it even a subject that should be like remotely thought about i mean it will be again i don't know what the statute of limitations on it is uh i mean we've gone through stuff like this before just not in our lifetime i mean the flu epidemic of the early 1900s i mean the world will move on yes um but i don't know when it is maybe there's something to facing what we're doing but for me i mean it's not really what i'm like wanting uh, right now um i'm not like mad that it's coming out it's just baffling like you can hold the movie was made i don't think you're gonna like i don't think they this is what they're like we gotta get some returns this is the movie like I just mean, hang they, on they to this their on that cast though yeah i mean just hang on to this for a couple years peter stormare ain't cheap demi moore had to cost at least 15 dollars and 33 cents in a decade there will be some like f- like fantasized like kind of reality but like more fictionalized movie about the COVID-19 pandemic yes I will say this trailer did take a more entertaining turn once it actually turned into the like sort of horror movie at right first I, I really thought it was going to be a really cringy like love this is life zoom call like is what it seemed like it was at the very beginning yeah um which man that I didn't get that but now that you say worse. that I could see all that yeah uh, yeah, because just the two of them talking, and like, she's like, I could just kiss you right now. And she's like, eh, one day. And then, like, they reveal that they're, like, talking to each other on the phone, and there's, like, a pandemic going on. I could totally see, like, them wanting to do something like that and capitalizing in probably a worse way, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I don't um, think I don't think this is in poor taste. I just don't think it's a smart call. Like, this could do well in a couple of years, maybe, but not now. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, I mean, nothing's going to do great right now. Yeah, United 93 didn't come out on September 15th. No. You know, like... <laughs> Someone I've been like, maybe not now. <laughs> uh, passenger 57. Um, yeah, that's. I mean, that's that was mainly my question. Where is that reboot? Passenger 57. I need Passenger 58. <laughs> Always bet on black. <laughs> you damn right. I did that once in Vegas. Starring Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, I took out? a stack of like a hundred dollars in chips. I was drunk, and I just looked at my friend Stephen Stafford. If you guys know him, yeah, oh, like, yeah, I know Stafford. Passenger fifty-seven, always bet on black, and I slammed it down on black. I didn't even look. 
It hit black. I want, and I, he like raked the chips to me, and I picked it up without looking and just walked smooth. away. Smooth, smooth. Yeah, like Keith that's Stone. How, that's how I, I was going to say. That's how There's it went. Zero in your chance head. it happened that way. Zero. <laughs> you, you at least looked directly at the dealer and like were really happy, and then like turned and kind of stumbled away. Made an old man joke, or maybe made a pass at them, gal or girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a funny way. I should probably ask Stephen how that went. <laughs> Oh man, I got it on video. You should see it. We all we all remember Steven from the early trophy league days of fancy football when he would play for three weeks and then completely stop saying his lineup and not do trades. Yeah, he was a taco buy. So was uh Spencer. Yep. But that was when we had ten teams. That's correct. Or twelve. We had twelve one year. Yeah. Try being in a sixteen team league. I don't wanna. It's really I've done bad. that before. It's just not fun. It's not fun. Next topic. One of your guys gets hurt and then you're just like, You son of a bitch. If you don't have his handcuff, yo. What is one of your three topics? Do you need me to remind you? No. Okay. I got it. I just don't want to say it out loud. They canceled my baby glow. Yeah, they did. I'm so upset. Obviously, I'm a big fan too, but yeah, this you are a bigger fan of glow. Uh, than like me. legit, the glow is probably a top thirty show of all time. For Which me. is very of high. All time. Yeah, yeah that's extremely the, high. The we watch a fuck ton of TV. TV. Uh, I, I love that show so much, and it reads me on a bunch of different levels. I didn't even watch it with Kristen, and I would just, like, weep on my couch because it just hit me. I don't know it what it was. It had some good emotional levels on it, especially as the show went on. I felt they really kind of started to nail the balance there. Mm-hmm. Um, like, we this past year with the uh, episode in the desert when they all kind of hash out their problems and yeah. all that, I mean, that was there was some hard-eating shit in that. Yeah, especially around the campfire. That was That was crazy good stuff, but... I mean, one of the best TV intros ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Marin being Mark Marin as fuck. Uh, oh yeah, he Mark Marin to everywhere. Yeah, man, I feel like I'd want to punch that guy if I knew him. Though he's probably an ass, but I'm okay with it. I mean, I think I'd get along with him. I mean, you're an ass, and yeah. I want to punch you. But I don't think yeah. two asses can be together. I've watched some videos, good <laughs> sir. <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they canceled it, even though that Netflix said that there's. They said four season contracts. Here you go, sign them. We're all good. Uh, they had an episode in the can, ready to go, and then um, they were about to go back for the second episode, and that's when all the COVID stuff hit. They couldn't travel, et cetera, et cetera. So last month, uh, Netflix is like, we're canceling Glow. It's too expensive to keep doing during COVID, which didn't make any sense to me because they had already paid all the act. All the actors have been paid. Um, they don't owe any money to any actors, which is probably the first or second biggest production cost right. of a show like that. And I just didn't understand why they did it. And people were just like, so upset. It's critically acclaimed. People watch it. Uh, I just don't. I don't yeah. Know. I was sad. Man. I can only imagine that it has to do with some sort of like upkeep costs on sets and you do have to renew spa- your permits yes. and all this stuff. Ah, oh, RIP colony. They were, they were a victim of the, of the, uh, of a 
renewal process gone wrong. Yeah, but no and one we were the victim colony. of colony. Yes, for real. Oh, miss some colony. Um, but like you know, you gotta imagine it's some sort of cost like that. Netflix is always operating in the negative, which is weird because they just keep spending money. But, but even my, if it was, I've like, listened to it in depth. I mean, it makes sense how they do it. It's just hard to fathom how much money. They're also like raking in cash right now because nobody can leave their house for the most part. And everybody's watching fucking Netflix. They are, but at the same time, I think it was more of just a panic. Uh, let's be hyper-conservative. The show is critically acclaimed, but it was going to end anyways. It's never been like in like the major awards contention, which arguably it should have been. And and they, Betty Gilpin's really the only one been getting like major recognition and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, they get several different people um, nominated, at least. Uh I think. Um, Did they? I can only remember Betty Gilpin. Brie Larson. Not Brie Larson. Mm-mm. Allison Brie. Did she get nominated? I could not yeah. remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, because remember, it was like Allison Brie for lead actress, and then Betty Gilpin was best supporting actress. Yeah. And we were like, they get the same, they do the exact exact same, thing. same amount of screen time. And they both have just fantastic lady parts. <laughs> well, the ones that they've shown. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, then, and I'm sure everything else is quite wonderful oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I'm sure but, it's all in place. Uh, um, anyway. They, uh, they're on a tight ship, Josh. <laughs> he said ship there. Ship. Um, anyway, uh, I will say that Mark Marin did like tweet out. He's like, listen, Netflix, let's just cut a two-hour two movie. Let's wrap this thing up the way that we intended. Let's let these ladies have their moment. And let's let their, the fans have their day in the sun. I thought that was a great idea for a show like that. You're not wrong. I just don't think they'll do it, but I hope so. But, I mean, fucking not to sneak in extra news, but Dexter's coming back for an extra season because they didn't like the way that ended. So let's just, sure, let's make another season of Dexter like 10 years later. Chuck uh, season six, please. I love the way that ended. ended It ended so good. I get that, but I want more. (laughs) But Glow didn't end the way it needed to end. It didn't resolve anything. Yeah, so I think it's certainly possible. Um, Neither did forever, Chuck. And certainly, it it also doesn't take the requirement of a full season to film something like that. So, because schedules will be a problem. Because I do think Betty Gilpin goes on to more success. I think think a lot of them will. Uh, Betty Gilpin and Allison Brie definitely. I think the guy who played uh, Bash was excellent. I, I think he's very good. What is his name? I can't remember. Anyways, look it up. Uh, um, and then on our Twitter of, polls, some of the uh, the girls that were in the cast, I thought um, the girl who played Fortune Cookie mm-hmm. was good. I thought, oh man, uh, the, she was a former wrestler, uh, welfare queen. Mm-hmm. She's great. Mm-hmm. She's a really good actress. I mean, I don't know. That's like one of the better transitions I've ever seen from wrestling to acting as far as like how good they are. Right, like, right. Talented. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I do think that they need to – it will be easier to do a movie than a final season for that now because the ones that can move on will. Anyway, fuck you, Netflix. That's my story. Thank you for all your other stuff, but fuck you for that. Yes. And Daybreak. Oh, yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> I mean, Daybreak, they, they just canceled Daybreak too fast. If real, they, if real, they, real fast. If it w- no well, one, if it would have no one must have been like, watching that. Too after, fair. like right when Tiger King did, it would be like 
the number one show that was watched in it, the first At least better. My guess is no one watched Daybreak. I mean, just, my guess you know. is they sat down at the table and started negotiating a second contract for Sam Dean and mm. were like, "You know what? Fuck you." Yeah, they're like, "Look at this bitch." <laughs> I mean, fucking Sam Dean. My topic one, I just want to say this glorious bit of news, and then we're going to talk, have a spinoff of this. A Vince McMahon do- documentary is being made by Bill Simmons for Netflix. The guy that made 30 for 30 is making an in-depth Vince McMahon documentary. That's just porn for me. Uh, I love me some Bill Simmons, and I love me some Vince McMahon in WWE. Maybe not Vince McMahon as a person, but what he has done. I really done. don't think... I like either of those people. I mean, I like Bill Simmons. I do not like Vince McMahon. I love the WWE, but um, or the I more did. I listen to Bill Simmons, the more I don't like. Oh, him. he's a smug bastard, but I love him to death. He's also brilliant. To me, care. this um, I mean, so sorry, don't don't want to like. Hide no, you're fine. I one, this is amazing. Uh, discuss this, but also, who do you most want an in-depth bio? Bi- uh, biogra- biographical like documentary series. On. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> uh, on a streaming service like this, um, who has that not been done on that you want the most? I have to think because if it's going to be documentary style, that's a more difficult question. Also, uh, just touching on the Vince part, how Bill Simmons is a big WWE guy. Loves WWE. Loves wrestling. Um, and Vince has agreed to this, and WWE is like helping pay for it. How much do you let him? That's my that's my concern with it. Um, very much like the Hulk Hogan, um, Chris Hemsworth project that's being made in conjunction with WWE and Hulk Hogan. Like, right, they're not going to get into the real shit, and that's what worries me. But they didn't on Greatest Showman either, and that movie's a fucking delight. That's true. Like, do yeah, we? That's, not, that's I mean, well, well. Sorta, sorta. It, it's, I mean, they're flying around and stuff like that. It's, it's wonderful. Oh yeah, no, I love the Greatest Showman. Uh, uh, Barnum is a pretty good guy. And there's a way to make just a <laughs> show about uh, Vince growing the WWE and making it fun without it getting into God the if they make it the a, dark side like of it. A, a musical like The Greatest Showman with Hugh Jackman as Vince. It will be Man, my number one. It. it will be my number one movie of all time. <laughs> Something will finally take you over. You got Frank no Park. chance in hell. <laughs> Oh my god! It's all I want now. Now I can't be happy with what they give us. Uh, god, who god. would play Bret Hart? Uh, some, some greasy Perfect son person. of a bitch. <laughs> greasy? Mario He's always Lo- greasy. Mario Lopez. Oh my god! <laughs> Mario Lopez cannot play Bret Hart. Why, Josh? He's a talented actor. Is he? No. No. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Let's see. I uh, can't think of who I'd want a biopic or a biographical documentary. Uh, about. I, 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 can I? Blues Traveler. I almost just said. You can't take that from him. I know. <laughs> but, like, my mind immediately was like, I mean, Pepper? <laughs> pepper. Not Pepper. I'm sorry. What's. Popper. Popper. Thank you. Jesus. Mr. Popper's Peppers? <laughs> I was so. Like. <laughs> I think he sells those now. There's stuff, the jalapenos. My brain was like, don't say Barry Pepper, don't say Barry Pepper, and so I just said Pepper. I don't know why. I mean, I'd watch one on Barry Pepper. It'd probably be short, but I I, like it. I actually uh, read uh, John Popper's autobiography, and it was incredibly interesting, especially Hmm. when he was coming up in the blue scene in in New York. Like Some of the acts that he got to be around, it was very interesting. So uh, a movie form of that would be great. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron would be a really good one. 
like no one ever had as early a coverage as an athlete as he did and then actually lived up to the hype. Yeah. And he has also become a social icon. No one he's does he does more on social issues than any other star of his magnitude has done. It that'd be really fucking it's interesting. It's like a media mogul now, uh like it'd be so many things. Really interesting I to mean, see you what could that guy. Spin off a uh a biography on uh, you know, the, the Carter and Maverick and all those people. I mean, they have very interesting lives too from all that. So like yeah. I'd watch it. Brian Windhorse has a career because of LeBron James. It's true. Um, I actually think for me, one that is like somebody who I adore their work, but maybe I think is somebody that I would also hate, uh, Quentin Tarantino. I think that there's enough stories and enough shit that kind of just surrounds him as kind of a really weird, like really weird guy. Supposedly it's when you're working for him and everyone loves just being with the dude when he's not. So he can be extremely demanding from what I hear when you yeah. work and he's weird. And like, there's just so many stories around his projects. Like he's all about the art, obviously. Right. But I mean like allowing, and uh, this is like a moment that people think was like one of the more brilliant decisions, but like it's still like creepy and cringy to me, but like in Django Unchained when Leo cut his hand and like he like allowing him to like wipe his open wound on Kerry Washington's face, um, the Inglorious Bastard stuff. I don't know if you heard about this, but um, he wanted authenticity when uh, Hans Landa was choking out Diane Kruger's character. So it was actually him, like, literally choking the air out of her on set, which is, like, really creepy and weird. And the whole insisting on Uma Thurman driving the car in the, the wreck that hurt her. And, like, just, there's a lot of weird stories around him and a lot of, like, oh, he's a kooky artist that I think there could be, like, an interesting story to tell there. Could be dark. It could be really dark. And it, it might paint one of my favorite people in Hollywood in terms of, like, quality of product uh, in a way that I wouldn't necessarily want to see. But I kind of feel like I'm leaning that way anyway. I just really love his movies. Yeah, I would like difference. to see it. Yeah, I would like to see that. All right, Josh, give me another topic. Um... When are we ever going back to the movie theaters? Are we going back to the movie theaters? And is Warner Brothers being really stupid in their bullheadedness to keep their products out of streaming services? Like, so it's been announced or it's been rumored heavily this week that Wonder Woman is going to obviously see another delay Mm -hmm. uh, from its Christmas release date. Um, There is some sort of still plan, if you can call it that, around a DC universe um, how long can they continue to insist that this is a movie that will be in theaters when things like Regal Cinemas and AMC are on their very last leg? AMC is like, we're going to raise $40 million and hopefully get through this. Um, They're also fine, but we'll get into that in a minute. And then like things like, because everybody assumes, or it's it's fairly well assumed, that Black Widow will eventually make its way to Disney+. Plus. Yes, but, well, again, finish, and then I'll, we'll go into that. Yeah, but, like, so for me, I don't understand, especially when people are already starved for content. I mean, hell, my movie list is 25 movies long this year at best. Um, I haven't chucked it and gone into Netflix too much. I've seen a few of them that I'm I maybe at, wouldn't have before. I'm at, like, 10. Um there's just no content right now. TV shows are coming back in some fashion and it's being good. Like how bad of a decision is it? I understand not wanting to lose money and I will understand wanting to preserve it, but 
Like, look at what Tenet did, right? Even when the world marketplace was stronger and theaters were opening back up, um, that movie significantly underperformed. And not like the regular projections, but even their COVID projections underperformed. Um, at what point is it bad business to keep it out of people's hands and it pushes your schedule back so far that, I mean, we could be looking at a year and a half wait even after theaters are opening up for them to get other projects out to continue their, their work. It's definitely going to back up. I don't think it's bad business. I would bet a lot of money. I don't know when in 2021, but that maybe not to the level it was, but movie theaters are flowing pretty good again in 2021. We've all but confirmed we're going to have a vaccine. It's not a cure-all, but it's going to help society to get back that way. Um, there's a reason. I mean, and they're all banking off of research on all that stuff too. Um, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a massive movie, and I know Tenet is big, but it's going to take something like Avengers or something like that to get people to be like, "What? Well, it's worth. It's worth. Let's go risk it. There, we've had our vaccine. Everyone else is doing it. Let's do it." And there's still going to be some safety measures for a couple years. I mean, we're going to get half full movies and all that stuff, and they're not going to even with the vaccine. It's going to be a while before that phases out. Um, I don't think it's bad business. I do think that there's a difference between Wonder Woman and Black Widow. Uh, yes, Marvel inherently just tends to have the bigger hit, but Wonder Woman is, to this moment, still the biggest female superhero. Black Widow is great, and but in spoilers, if you're one of the like the people under a rock that hasn't seen Endgame, Black Widow is dead. Well, this is a prequel, and it's the end of her story. Yes, they're introducing what will eventually be the new Black Widow, um, and all that, but this that's a that's a movie you can take a hit on and go to streaming on Disney Plus. I don't think Wonder Woman is that movie. I do think there are other projects if they could finagle their timeline. Um I don't know if I'm them, I'm filming like crazy on their Green Lantern show right now to get out HBO Max. HBO Max is struggling and you're not wrong that they need something to boost it. And a big part of that is it's not available on half the platforms that I mean, it should I've be heard on. the opposite. I've heard that HBO Max is doing better than most of the other streaming platforms. I listen there. to a lot of content on the streaming wars. They are People don't have access to it, and it turns out, while I thought it was a good idea, the HBO Max has been extremely confusing on people on how they can watch. Uh, people have had trouble on, because there's still HBO now, HBO Go just became HBO, and then there's HBO Max. Just fucking HBO Max. It just needs to be it. And then, if you have cable, you can watch it on your cable box, HBO. Uh, it's been confusing. Um, they're not, it's not going bankrupt. It's doing okay. And they have some damn good content, but they are struggling. The fact it's on, not on any single Amazon device, which is, I think the number one streaming device. And if it's not, it's Roku and it's not on Roku either. That it's, hurts. It's also not on my Vizio TV. Which yeah, but is Roku, isn't it? Isn't well, that owned? No, 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 no. Is Vizio? Uh, Roku, Roku TVs. That's right. That is, be, it is it, different. You're, you're Vizio right. has SmartCast now, mm -hmm. which you're right. Um, you're right. They have their own set of apps that you can't remove if you don't like them. Yeah, that's it's also been. Uh, yeah. Listen up, Vizio. That was an issue with Apple, and they're working hard to fix that. And well, it, I mean, there it are is rights issues with that. Too. Yeah, it's also a major issue with Peacock, which is is struggling real hard because no one knows what Peacock is, uh, and. Is it free? They have like five pay tiers, or it's free, kinda. You can watch two episodes, and it stops. And everybody's like, "What is happening?" Yeah, I'm never there gonna go back to those two shows that I watched one episode of. I'm gonna uh, get it for Save by the Bell, though. I am. <laughs> I I use Peacock a lot, um, and once you get it, it's not. It, it doesn't have that multi-app confusion, at least that HBO does. It's no, just yeah, got Peacock. You're correct. It's just their originals. If I want to watch that, are behind a 
paywall outside of the first two episodes until like a random amount of time. It's not even like a DC like comics or Marvel unlimited or saying where they're like in six months. Yes. You get all the new, like in six, six months after release, it'll be out. Yeah. Like they just have decided on something so like, okay, yeah, just put that up. I'm like, that doesn't seem good. Anyways, we're getting into streaming content. Uh, I do think there are plenty of things that if DC could shuffle their timeline that they should put on streaming. Um, I don't think Wonder Woman is it. I do think you can finagle what's going on. I don't think it's bad business, though, to me personally. I do think in a year's time, by the end of 2021, we are back in the movies to some capacity, and there needs to be big movies there. And I think Wonder Woman is rightfully being held for that. I do think Eternals will be held back on Marvel's side. I don't think Black Widow will be. And also... The streaming movies side hit big at the beginning is really fucking fading. Like all the straight to it's nothing's doing what trolls did, making all that money. Like because everybody was, that was the Tiger King of movies, right? It's just not happening anymore. They also haven't released any quality versions. Like Mulan quality and I know we have our feelings on Mulan in the movies would have made almost a billion dollars, whether yeah, we think it's good sure. or not. For um, sure. It. Bombed behind a paywall on Disney Plus. I mean, also bombed. They also announced that it was coming free like two months later. After that was after research, and they started getting horrible feet. Like it's just not working. Yeah, the movie also sucked. Be fair, I didn't watch it, but that's what I hear, and it's just that's a massive movie that failed hard on pay streaming, and I that scared the shit out of some people. Yeah, I just don't think that would even remotely happen with. Black Widow or... Wonder it would do Wonder. way better than that. And I do think Black Widow would... I don't think it's going to be behind an extra paywall. I think it's going to straight to Disney+. Plus, But it also would get delayed because I think it can go in anywhere. But you never know with Marvel. I don't See, that's the thing is I just don't, I don't think so. I think that it was part of their plan. I think that it's part of their universe. And having that as a possibility, like I, I think there's at least a stinger. But... Uh, other things leading into future properties, whether it's Taskmaster or somebody else, like I just don't think that they can afford to push that back if they're trying to go gung ho with their next phase of movies, which obviously they are. So we'll see. I want to. Sk- I know it's Chuck's turn. I want to. We want to skip ahead to me just because I want to talk some Marvel cast. Go for quick. it. I will uh, pass the. There has the been some baton. Big Marvel uh, uh, ca- right. uh, casting done since we have last talked about it. Uh, they got Oscar Isaac. It's a huge name. Uh, is all but confirmed he's playing Moon Knight which in a Disney Plus series and then will be a part of the universe going forward. That's huge for me. I fucking love Moon Knight. Avengers, like in the comics, just had a huge Moon Knight story. It's re- They're making him a bigger deal, which makes sense. Uh, it's really cool. It's a cool character, and he's a great actor. I think that's an awesome get. Uh, yeah. Amon Vellani. Uh, if you don't know who that is, it's because she's never been anything before. Uh, she is Ms. Marvel. Um, that is a big casting. People in there are horrible. Um I don't think I need to go farther than and that. stupid. Yeah. Uh, Ms. Marvel was a wonderful character. This girl looks really good. And I don't think it's the, the pretty lady. Yeah, that was... I was like, come on, she's a kid. Uh, big one for me, Tatiana Mislani, uh from Orphan Black. We love her. She's an amazing actress. She's been cast as Jennifer Walters as She-Hulk. Um, I love it, uh, especially going off of like the way She-Hulk's currently written. She's fucking perfect for it. And a big one. Jonathan Majors, uh, if you're watching Lovecraft Country, is the uh, young black man. He's the lead of that. Has been cast heavily rumored. He's in Ant-Man 3 that he'll be playing King the Conqueror. Interesting. It very much seems he's the next big bad. Huh. And obviously we get into, as we've gotten into time travel, they opened up like a, like, 
he's coming in because they've opened up them they up to the time thread. travel. Yeah, the, and the here comes Kang. I like that a lot. That would be interesting. I don't know where it's going to go from there. Eternals is going to be the biggest like fuck up, like change up to the universe since Guardians of what it opens up. Um, and that movie's going to be insane. So I don't know where they're going with all this. But I am pretty excited for it. How about that? Yeah. Um, so you heard that Maslany denied it, right? Yes, but everyone is still saying she is. Okay. Um, Even if she's not, the rest of these are great. But I do think she is. I wish representation mattered a little bit more with some other characters. Like, I, I love Oscar Isaac super, like, a, a lot. But uh, Moon Knight, what's the actual character's name? Uh, Mark Spector. He's a Jewish man. Um, that's, and okay, that's fair. Some uh, other I was going to say, he's white. <laughs> some other actors that were linked were a little bit closer to, like, actual Jewish, Jewish faith and things like that. Um, I heard F. Murray Abraham was considered. <laughs> uh, David Diggs was actually considered, who uh, I did not realize was a little bit more closely connected. Apparently, somebody like deep in like his grandfather's side of the family for Oscar Isaac is of Jewish faith, but he was also like raised Christian and like mm. d- devout to an extent. Like he's a wonderful actor, and I think that's great. But I think if we want to be honest with the fact that representation matters, which I think it does. I think the idea of, um, you know, young black kids getting to see somebody that represents them um, and seeing characters that were important, such as like Black Panther. um, I think it would be cool for a major property like Marvel to have a a Jewish character. You're not wrong. And I won't disagree with it. I will say that I've read it and you say it and I'm like, he is Jewish. I know that now. The religion they focus on is like the Egyptian, like that's, where he gets his power. Yeah, Knight, but I mean obviously. that's when he's actually Moon Knight, right? When like he's because he's he's embodied by an Egyptian god, right? The thing with Moon Knight is, is he empo- empowered by a god or is he fucking insane? Like they, no one is he just highly is trained just and crazy because like, he's a like elite special soldier and no yeah. one knows. Like you always read this is is this in his head or not? And it's not going to be like for me like it's it's never going to be a deal breaker. I think it would be really cool, but I also think that he's maybe one of the ten to fifteen best actors currently working. Yeah, he's um, amazing. So I'm very very excited. I, I wish that Dune were coming out because I thought that looked great and with mm-hmm. him in it. Um, um, and it's not like the people because at first I was worried that people were going to be upset that he's not. An Egyptian, but that's not the character, right? Like, I, I understand all that. Um, however, more high-profile actors, more talented, like, award-level actors taking on these kinds of projects is always a good thing, in my opinion. Um, if the Maslani thing is true, then that's great. I mean, she was real hard with that denial. I just looked up her quote. Um, but it's it's cool either way. Yeah, and if then, she's not, that's fine. The rest of these are... The Miss Marvel is the one that I'm most excited about, personally. Be, I'm excited for what they're going to do with their Disney Plus shows and it actually being like on the same level MCU. yes i want to see that and i want to see that character who i think is great for any sort of like media product in terms of like putting fans in the perspective of a super fan which is what that character is um, it worked really well for the beginning of the avengers game one day i'll eventually go back and finish that when it doesn't take 30 minutes to load into a game um i think that that's really cool and i like the you know young no name actress that they they got like I, I hope that she pulls it off really well i agree chuck Yo. back to you and not i want to i want to i want you to go back to back here because you're going hey who died and yes. we have we have two big ones uh big, so yeah. I, w- I want topic two and three here 
I mean, they're. I mean, you tell me what order to go in. I'll just do both of my hey who does. Okay. Uh, Eddie Van Halen. Man, he died. That's a big one. Yeah, I mean, he was probably one of the best um, electric guitarists, maybe of all time. More than uh, probably. Yeah, he's he is. As much as I didn't love Van Halen's music, he was a phenomenal. I saw him play guitar with a drill. Tommy Lee played drums in a roll cage, sir. I think playing a guitar with a drill is harder than that. Fuck Motley Crue. First of all, fuck you. Second of all, what? Yeah. Can no. you play guitar with a drill, Josh? I can't I play could. with a pick. <laughs> I would attach a pick to the drill, and then all I got to do is move my fingers on the left hand, and I'm good. No. Look, drums and a roll cage, all you do is fucking... He Either close your spinning, eyes man. or, like... The centrifugal force alone to get scientific about it. No, His no, abnormally no. long dog stabilized says, him. Pick a focal point and it doesn't matter. That's how ballerinas can spin a bunch well, and not Chris fall down. Chris is not down. here to speak to that. Well, uh, I'm through her. Um, <laughs> but no, in, in all actuality, yes, it is incredibly sad that... Um, uh, he, how young was he? 50s? Um, he was... Uh, uh, no. Was he 60s? Oh, he went I think 60s. late fifties, early sixties, probably. I guess I still feel like the eighties are twenty he was years sick, ago, right? I totally feel like yes, the eighties are still twenty years ago. Is my yeah. problem? Yeah, brain. they're not. They're not. That was forty years ago. Yeah, it, it's, it's a long fucking time ago. Dear God, my back. <laughs> How's your neck? Uh, well, you know, it's better than the next part. Um, Tell me about the other parts. <laughs> nope. Um. Let me smell your dick. Uh, is it weird that to me, Van Halen is intrinsically linked to two completely random things, which is Varsity Blues mm-hmm. and Crystal Pepsi? <laughs> I did not see Crystal Pepsi coming, Crystal but you're not Gravy. wrong. Also, yes, uh, <laughs> but the right now, like I, I loved Crystal Pepsi. I know it's not good, but I still kind of want them to bring it back. I also love Pepsi Blue with Sev and that song. Ooh. Ooh, Pepsi Blue is gross. Um, but the hot for teacher scene in Varsity Blue is wonderful. Fucking amazing. It's really good. It's iconic. I what love it that scene. It even I love was that 65. movie. Yeah, it was great. 65 years old. Really? Mm-hmm. Isn't that how fast he couldn't drive? Born in the Netherlands. I was unaware of this. The yeah. things you learn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's I mean, musicians seem to kind of hit is it 65 or 55? I think it's 55. Is it? I thought it was I can't drive 65. Sing 55. Irregardless. You want me to That's do it right now? That's not a word. <laughs> Irregardless I, is a fake made up word. But I said it. The government. <laughs> so is... Never mind. Um, however, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously... It's Sadie Pat. He was yeah. iconic. I mean, they, they, musicians can have a, like, kind of more lasting effect a lot of times on, like, the general pop culture than actors or anybody else uh, can. Depends. I mean, it, it obviously is dependent, yes, but, um, you know, the, the Chadwick Boseman was, like, incredibly sad. Crushing. Young. Just fucking crushing. Younger man. than he should have been. Um, out of nowhere. Uh, obviously, people hadn't really thought about, you know, Van Halen in, in quite some time, um, but... When you think about like how many songs they get to put out, when you think about you know the radio being such a big thing, especially in the '80s, and like how uh, 
pervasive into pop culture it can be uh, when a music when a certain musician dies. Like I'm still sad despite all the stuff coming out. Uh, you know, I still get sad when I think that Michael Jackson's dead, right? Because like I love his music. Yeah, I mean he's a bad person, is, but I love his I love his music. You know, where that music is, what it did to, for society, what it did for a huge group of people, myself included, just in terms of like how good it was, how popular it was. Um, it's always sad when a musician of that stature dies. Yeah, he uh, he passed away of cancer. Yeah, that's the other thing. Um, in 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 a quarantine world, a different illness taking you out is just kind of life with a, a kind of real big fuck you. Yeah, it fucking sucks. And and another one. The, Thanks thank to, you, uh, DJ, DJ Khaled. Khaled. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for getting the that. the <laughs> the bigger one, of course, uh, Sir Sean Connery Man. Uh, passed away. Just uh, waking up and seeing that was the biggest. Fuck you to me. I was like, God, yeah, dang it's it. rough. Yeah, I felt like I, I felt wanted like to chop in because you would like someone needs to check out Evan, and I was like, I can't even like joke respond to this right now. I was really, yeah, afraid. I mean, I was like legitimately <laughs> concerned for it. I was like, he hasn't said anything since we kind of talked about it, and like, obviously, James Bond, huge for you. Yeah, I mean, it's my biggest like movie thing. Yes, Braveheart's like my favorite <clears throat> movie. I love Avengers, I love comic book movies, but like, there's no more constant thing that I love in movies than James Bond. I'm a massive fan. Um, what it means to me is um, it, it, it means family. Uh, I grew up. Uh, it means the holidays and my family being together. Um, at some point during Thanksgiving weekend and during uh, Christmas break, there was a James Bond marathon on. If there wasn't, we created one. And I literally sat around and I watched it with my family. And you guys know what, and if you listen to this, you know what going to the movies means to me. And I mean, that is, I've got my church and I got my other church and that's the theater. And, um, the only time my family goes together ever is to negotiate the new Bond movie. And that's our because of Sean Connery. I mean, yes, he, uh, Ian Fleming. Yes. But it got to where it is because of Sean Connery. Yeah. And I mean, the character would no, not be where he was amazing. Today. He was perfect. Um, and he did more for me from where I'm at with my love of movies than anybody. And it just, it floored me. And then you throw in, you guys know, and it was hilarious the first time we did our top 10 movies when y'all, you guys had no idea how big of a fan of The Rock I am. It's a top 10 movie of all time for me. It's the greatest action movie ever made. Uh, disputable, but okay. I fucking love it. Incredibly disputable. <laughs> he is, I mean, the only thing close is True Lies. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it doesn't have Nicolas Cage in it telling a kid after he says you fucked up your Ferrari go it's not mine um, it's the best and he drives a Volvo a beige one um, god I fucking love The Rock and Sean Connery um, he was in Hunt for October he is the best part about the best Indiana Jones movie he is in The, the Last Crusade um he is in uh, Entrapment, so which we all fucking love that movie. He's in Untouchables. I love a certain and, part of that movie. And did, correct, did, say did, what you will. Dragonheart. Awesome, fuck yeah, Dragonheart. You know, that movie is terrible. It's Most people great. agree with you. Look but. to the stars, Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Connor got an Oscar for that Untouchables role. He did. Yeah. Um, this would be like for me when, and I'll probably go before him, but Elijah Wood dies. Right, like I mean, Elijah Wood's like at least ten years older than us, though, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm probably gonna go before him. I don't You've know. We we don't know what You've he does in his private time. He's he's doing mobile game ads right now, so you might be right. He loves games. Um, 
but like yeah that's like the the only thing i can equate it to for me right it's mm-hmm. like i mean I, I saw those movies 10 times a piece in theater yeah what it did for you yeah, personally it, it, it is the most like in my soul thing that exists uh in terms of of pop culture and in terms of movies so um it's crazy to me utterly crazy that not only is there all the stories about you know what he turned down to do the movie but the fact that his final movie is the league of extraordinary gentlemen um is truly shocking because that movie it's is tragic um i love the premise of that movie but the movie is not good but he only accepted it because he had already turned down lord of the rings and matrix yep. and because he didn't understand the scripts and then he's like well, i'm not doing that again and he and was then he like well i definitely was... don't understand this one so i'm in so he said yes then it was like fuck me i'm done yeah and you know all yeah. credit to him he's one of the few that retired and stayed through to the end yep he also did the Avengers pretty close to that. Too. That movie sucks. It was like three years, like nineteen ninety eight, I think. Man, that movie sucks so hard. It is real bad, but it's it's no League of Extraordinary. It's got a stacked cast though. It really so did does. League of, didn't League of Extraordinary Gentlemen have a pretty decent cast? No. Maybe I think at the time weren't they like up and comers? Maybe. Who played? Dorian Gray was in that, right? I'm sure. Can't tell you who that was. I'm looking. It we up. saw him in other things. Sure, I'm but sure no. It was it's that probably Stuart Townsend. No, I was going to say it was uh, that kid who played. Was it Stuart Townsend? It might have been. Uh, a young, uh, what's his name, that played Gambit in Wolverine Origins. Taylor Kitsch. Mm. Yeah. Man, kitchen all over the place. Oh, man, just the just the <laughs> cast shot of this movie is just tragic. I love the premise of that, but yeah, it's real bad. Anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna. We need to jump ahead. It was Stuart Townsend who I, played Dorian when you Gray. Said it, when you said it, I went, "Uh oh, it was." Yeah, Queen of the Damned, the uh, original Aragorn. I want to talk about a trailer for the movie that is going to save the movies of 2020. Okay. I want to talk about the Fat Man trailer. Oh, I Let's knew you were going to say the do Fat it. Man. Boo! It's it's time. Uh, maybe not that we forgive Mel, but. It's the movie that we need it Mel in. It is definitely not time to forgive Mel. <laughs> I tried, and I enjoyed Hex- Hexaw Ridge, but... Would I'd... you be more mad if he was cast to play Moon Knight? <laughs> I would. Also, they're making a Passion of the Christ too. We didn't even talk about that. Return. It is, I think, something along those lines. No one's taking that anywhere seriously. Not as seriously as they're going to take Fat Man. This trailer is just two minutes of glory. Uh, I can't wait to show this to Krista. This is Mel Gibson <laughs> playing an old, grizzled Santa Claus, uh, hence Fat you Man. You don't find that out until about halfway through the trailer, though. He, uh, If you go back and watch, they're hinting hard, but you're just not expecting it. Um, and So he gives some little shit, like, rich kid, Cole for Christmas, who then hires a hitman, which is gloriously played by Walton Goggins, uh, just leaning the fuck into it. Uh, and then they go on to have like spy versus spy like shootout, and I I'm here for all of it, just fucking all of it. There's nothing about this trailer. First of all, it looks like it's like the uh, whole nine yards meets the Santa Claus. I will go get COVID to see this if I have to. <laughs> it, it feels like one It'll of those fake on Amazon. Uh, Don't worry. one of those fake movies that uh, was on the TV network from Scrooged. I mentioned that off air. Yeah. Uh, that Lee, Ma- Lee Majors, you know. This feels like the script you read periodically throughout a remedy game. Yeah, Time Knife. Yeah, you know what's up. <laughs> Time Knife was the best part of that game. Um, this trailer was better than I gave it credit for. It's not going to be a good movie, but is it going to be funny and ridiculous? Yeah. 
Yes. Um, I just, I, look, Lethal Weapon is among my favorite franchises, right? I genuinely, Braveheart is amazing. Mm. The Patriot is great. The dude makes really good movies. I love Tax. There was a time he was the biggest movie star um, on the planet. I, I fundamentally, payback. Yeah. I saw Payback I on my birthday one year. Payback. It was Don't great. Payback. What Women Want. I'm just saying, Conspiracy that movie is wonderful. Was great. What Women Want is great. <laughs> when that little poodle goes, be here, I need to poop. I laugh every time. Um, I fundamentally disagree with him as a human being, but I'm going to watch the movie. That's fair. All right. That's probably all that needs to be said about the Fat Man trailer. Except for That's go fair. watch it. Uh, what's your final topic? The final topic of the day. Yeah, let's bring it down a little bit. Um, we kind of didn't really talk about this a whole lot, or we, if we did, it was very briefly. Just brief. Um, so Ray Fisher has detailed a little bit more. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Detailed a little bit more uh, some of the behavior that he found to be uncouth. Uh, from Joss Whedon and Jeff Johns on the Justice League set. Obviously, a very troubled film, uh, Justice League, a movie that underperformed significantly, was butchered up by both the studio, by the replacement director. I don't think it's the worst movie ever made. I think it's I think it's, it's, enjoyable I think it's a fucking mess that's enjoyable. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful disaster uh, in a lot of ways. Um, 311's great. And... Oh, God. <laughs> Man, you, you guys fucking... <laughs> Hey, Sonic's not here to fist bump me, so I got to go with Evan. That was a long time ago, um, Josh. Yeah, it was. And so, the color of your energy. <laughs> not mine. Story. So I guess some of the things, right? Um, it's, it's not all. <laughs> it's not all racially related, right? But I mean, it was some pretty damning stuff if it if it is to believe, believe to be true, right? I think it's going to be in the middle, man. Like, so yes, I do believe what he says, and it seems to be about Kiersey Clemens about them wanting uh, he he when he was like couldn't handle it anymore. Is went out is because Joss wanted to because the way the light was hitting, he wanted to digitally lighten her skin just a little bit. It had nothing to do with like whitewashing. He just thought the light was hitting her wrong and wanted to digitally change her skin, which I, to me is still less offensive than Henry Cavill's upper lip, but. Uh, I get in this world you can't do that. Um, Josh, yes, can be from. There are some people that have problems. There's never anyone to been like he's a flat out racist though. No, and look, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm revisiting Firefly right now. Like that guy has written and done some of my favorite things in Hollywood. I I love I mean, a lot of ori- his work. Original Avengers, Firefly, and Serenity is a top fifteen movie of all time for me. Um, he I, makes good movies I, for I, the I most part. Love a lot of his stuff. But I do think it's problematic. Um, I do think that, yes, changing the skin tone of an actor, especially or requesting to do so um, even in the current climate, even in 2016, was not a good look. Um, the things about him wanting to you know, do for, like make a formal complaint and Warner Brothers um, or Jeff Johns essentially like making veiled threats about his career as a actor who had no breaks prior to that, and this was supposed to be his moment. He's also um, not going to get work after this no, because he's, he's not, not. He hasn't. Ha- I don't think he's a partly victim, and I also think he's handled it horribly. There's also been some rumblings of like he didn't care until cyborg scene started getting cut. That's probably part stuff. of it. Um, you know, he really didn't like he he did say that the skin tone, the correction was what was the the like when he found out about that this summer was when he started really making a push. He didn't really say anything before that. But I mean, I can also understand where that is a tipping point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially if you hear it out of context or if you hear what may not be the full story. And I'm not making any excuses for Whedon because I, I do think a lot of the behavior was gross. Um Going off of third or secondhand reports can be problematic, but at the same time, 
um, for a studio that's trying to get back on track with these movies, I just think it's it's a real bad look. I agree. I don't. Gross isn't the word I would personally use. Tone deaf, maybe. I don't think he was intentionally trying to be that. I think he just put in a horrible situation all around. And he's just trying to do his thing, and it was a bit tone deaf. He's an older white dude that just doesn't get why he can't do that. And I think that's a whole lot of America. That's most of them aren't given many million dollars to make a movie that goes in front of everybody. Um, I do think dancers somewhere in between, like probably Ray Fisher, might be kind of a bitch, but also he's also not wrong on some of that as well. That kind of seems to be the way it's going. I don't think we see him again. <laughs> I mean, I I think he's going to be involved in the reshoots that are going on right now. Oh, he's he's for sure in um, that. And like, I'm excited to see because like a lot of the Silas Stone stuff got cut mm-hmm. when Whedon came on, which he didn't like, obviously. And I mean, like this was supposed to be a heavy. Like, if you remember the rumors leading up to it, like Cyborg was supposed to be among the focal points of that movie. Yeah, he had a lot to do with the mother box and, and all those. And he was like three scenes in that movie, and part of it was probably the really expensive CGI. Um, the really bad, like I, I like, I like him as an actor in terms of in that role. But man, the the he was design okay. of, the, of the costume was complicated to a point where I don't think it looked very good. Um, but like, I just, I, I hope that he at least gets an opportunity to show what that character should have been. And if they decide to continue working with him well, or he's not, got I don't four know, fucking hours to do it. I'm, I'm, I'm also just really excited for the Snyder cut. What? Yeah, any thoughts? That's, yeah, it's about right. No, I'm done. I'm fucking done with this story. It's drug. God, it's drug on for so long. We get it. You guys hate each other. D- terrible people, bitching. Just knock it the fuck off. I it's agree. just difficult because that's. It's not going to happen until that. I just cut don't is released. I don't think it's going to hurt DC at all, or Jeff Johns especially. And I don't think it really hurts Joss Whedon in the end. I think that movie I th- hurts Joss I th- Whedon. Yeah, I think of I think uh, I think Justice League hurt him more than this ever will. He needs to go do like an awesome TV show again to get like back in good graces before he goes. He needs to, to put all his damn money into a Firefly reunion of some sort, and that would get people back on his side. If I'm being honest with you, I mean you're not wrong. Everybody fucking loves Firefly, so um, I, I I agree. Especially it, it especially will look bad on him if. Like genuinely, people do like the Snyder Cut. I don't know that will happen, but if they do for some reason, people half the people are going to love it whether it's good or not, I, and I'm half the like people are going to be like, "Fuck this movie!" without ever even seeing it. So I, I agree, but I'm like critically speaking, like if it gets a significantly better reception, if it's if it's more universally appreciated, I think it's going to be. Like I don't think it's going to be like a 90 on Rotten Tomatoes. I do think it could be like 60s, which is 40 points better than Justice League. Uh, but also four hours. <laughs> I'm in, man. Joe Manganiello's back. I mean, I love all the theory of that. I just think Zack Snyder is just such a douchebag of a human. But uh, that's neither here nor there. That's gonna wrap it up. We've all had three questions, so that has been three for all. Uh, make sure to uh, check out uh, what all we're watching. We've still been doing uh, watch watching for our show too, and we'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. 
Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Oh, you got a prayer in Memphis.